0: Here we Hello everybody,
1: welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. I'm your host, Corey Deere, and alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse
2: Douglas. What's the matter, you heart? How's it going?
1: Uh, also joining us uh, is that one guy we let on our show sometimes, that retro code, Eddie V.
0: Oh, Ubisoft.
1: And also, <laughs> the pride... Of Tower Casuals, the lore
3: daddy, Josh Finney. I don't know how I feel about that. I I, I don't like B- Bife is the lore daddy. Okay, I'm simply look the, okay the lore, lore hound
1: You know, I'm trying to respect the fact that you know you've been called the Demon Sour Cream for so long. I'm trying to come up with something new, and then you
3: poo poo all over that one too. <laughs> I, I, there's somebody with 200,000 Twitter followers He's, who has that name.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, he is now the new Lord Daddy, the bee feeder <laughs> Oh, the no. B-Feeder. Oh, no, the no, B-Feeder. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Is the B-Feeder? <laughs> he eats bife. <laughs>
1: wow 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 wow
2: (laughs) oh man
1: everybody we've all just had a long week uh i don't even know what to say to that uh but anyways uh real quick we're gonna throw up the x because it's arsenal x and we're gonna throw down (laughs) um very kind of conversational laid back episode today we've got the uh ubisoft uh ubisoft forward is that what they called it uh yeah Happened today. Uh very uh uneventful. I would say. Uh, cluster. I'm not was not <laughs>
0: It was it was more present than forward, I was saying. Uh
1: Dude. yeah. So um we also want to talk A couple things about some things that uh Phil Spencer said. Uh good things. Uh but still just some things that, you know, he's uh he's been saying about Xbox and things that are happening in that realm and uh, some more uh, rumors are pointing more towards Microsoft pursuing the WB Games uh, acquisition so we might talk a little bit about that as well but uh, yeah in case you were wondering this is the Xbox podcast here at Boss Rush Games you can find it live every Sunday night here on twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Games live or on our website and podcast services on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review, and uh, let us know how we're doing. You can write us questions at arsenalxpodcasts at gmail.com. If you feel the need to uh, interact with the show or join us live in the chat, that'd be awesome.
3: Which and, you should do.
1: Yeah, you mm-hmm. should do, because we are hyping up live shows, doing it live. That's how they say it, right? <laughs> is, that, is that still a thing? I don't know. I really don't. Know. I think
0: so yeah, yeah i it. think
1: that, yeah i don't know so um but anyways you can check all of our content out on boss rush and uh yeah we're gonna kind of start out with some things we've been playing josh we're gonna start with you because i feel um, like ours so, is pretty similar
3: i <laughs> mean i i could just give the boring answer and go to destiny which is true a lot of Destiny, but I've actually been digging two indie games a whole lot on Xbox. Uh, one was given away with Games with Gold last month, and one is currently on Game Pass. Um,
1: please tell me you're talking about crosscode
3: I'm not talking about cross code, oh. I have not downloaded cross code yet. It's very good. <laughs> uh, I am talking about a little indie ditty by the name of Coffee Talk, Ooh. and let me tell you. It's it's very much th- these are both very much just click through them games, but the writing is really good in both and really engaging. Um, one of those where your choices actually do affect the outcomes of the characters. Uh, coffee Talk in particular uh, has some of my favorite writing I think of the year. It's it's so easy and conversational. I mean, you're literally making little three step coffee recipes for these people while they're ta- talking about their lives. You're giving input on them. You see the relationship between a daughter and her father. You know, she's 18 and wants to do her own thing. He wants to manage her music career. Um, a couple that's fracturing because of pressure from both sides of parents. Um, a relationship between a vampire and a werewolf. Yes, these, mm. these are all mystical creatures, by the way. Uh, there's elves and uh, all sorts of different kinds. Uh, there's there's an alien at one point that shows up. Uh who is one of my favorite characters, I think, in the game, Neil. Uh, It's just a really sweet, heartfelt game. If you manage to grab it on Games with Gold, I definitely recommend playing it. You can make latte art in it. Um, I'm really bad at it, so it doesn't look good at all. It's just (laughs) milk dumped on top, and the character's like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. And No, it's not. It's terrible. If I got that, I'd just walk out of the coffee shop. Uh, And then my second game I've been playing is, uh, it was from the uh, Guerrilla Collective Showcase, actually, last month, Night Call. Um, A really kind of funky little noir-style game that you play as a cabbie who Mm -hmm. was attacked and assaulted. You pick up about two, three months after that, and you're roped in by a police officer to help find the killer. And you're given seven nights to do it five possible suspects and you got to whittle it down while still keeping your job. So you're intertwined in the lives of all these other people while also chauffeuring around your suspects and trying not to raise suspicion. Uh, And there's three different, three different cases, I believe. So probably about three hours per playthrough is what it was taking me. Like I Hmm. spent a solid nine, 10 hours with that. Felt like I still didn't get all the stories. Uh, that one's definitely a bit more tedious to get through. You can't just skip through the dialogue on another gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you're like, uh, it's good. It's still good, but definitely copy talk is better. It was on Games of Gold. If you didn't get it, it's like 10 15 bucks. Definitely recommend
0: Yeah, I got Night Call on Switch. Uh, that was one of the indie games that they showed mm-hmm. uh, like earlier last year. Um, and I knew it was coming to Xbox because I think they showed it first um at the e3 mm-hmm. yeah it came um, to
3: pc last year and then it hit xbox game pass and switch on the same day
0: this year okay see i didn't know it was coming to uh game pass i just yeah. knew that it was coming to xbox um but yeah. i when i seen it coming to switch i'm like i'm going <coughs> it there
3: yeah that was that was my intent and i just happened to see it on, on my dashboard one day look
0: at what's new on game
3: pass i'm like uh yes i'll save 15 20 bucks
2: yeah so, and i had yeah I've noticed that like I gotta start like looking paying more attention to that because they just like to stealth drop stuff on there and a lot of times it's some good stuff have you have you played aftermath at, or uh, aftermath after party at all that's
3: what I'm playing through right now actually okay yeah because uh, yeah, I, I was gonna
2: say like to... you talking about like good writing that I still need to finish that game but that game has some really good writing in it too <clears throat>
3: mm-hmm yeah. It's it's stupid good. I I really like After Party. It's yeah. been a while since a game made me laugh that hard.
0: Yeah, and you haven't played Murder Murder by Numbers, then? I
3: have not. You would be absolutely correct.
0: You need to play. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to play that on Switch, you talking about some good writing, man. That is probably it's like number one right now for a game of the year for me. Like the writing okay. is so good, really good.
3: High praise from Ed over here.
0: It's because it's on Switch.
3: Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say it's it's a Switch
0: game.
3: Yeah, the 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 Switch bias adds like a point and a half. (laughs) More like four
1: points. (laughs) I'm just messing messing with you. I'm just kidding. You know I love Switch just as much as you.
3: <laughs> All right, so uh, what playing? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's about it for me and the usual Destiny. If you want to hear me talk about Destiny, come listen to Tower Casuals.
1: Yeah, because we have a lot. We actually have a lot to talk about on that show tomorrow. So, uh, Jesse, what are you playing? Anything interesting, fun, um, new?
2: No, I. Um, other than I, honestly, I I put, like. I talked about what I've been playing mostly on, on Boss Rush. I this has been a, a busy weekend. Um but but I did uh I did play some, some amplitude and frequency on my PS two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But wow. yeah, that's that's about that's how's that about hold it. up? Good, actually. I mean honestly, you know, like frequency and amplitude are, are Probably the most basic of basic <clears throat> games yeah. you know and and the you know the music the music quality is good enough you know for a tv so honestly it, it there's not too much in that to uh be outdated i mean because it's it's so basic yeah. so honestly that's why it's like i could just easily go back to that whenever i want and play it and not not really and you know and like i've I've looked into like the you know they came out with the new amplitude or whatever for PS4 I believe it was right Yes yeah yeah, yeah. um but the thing is is like like the I mean not that I wouldn't like it but <coughs> but uh there's a you know like all the bands and stuff on it it's it's nowhere near like you know like what those first two were like frequency and ampl- I mean you had like fear factory and like you know and like just all these crazy people and, you know david bowie and and uh um i don't know like th- there's just a whole bunch of like just famous you know like famous musicians that just basically got techno remixes of their of you know popular songs or or songs of theirs so it, it's hard to compete with that because i don't feel like they really went as heavy in the new one with trying to get like decent you know like bands that that anyone would know of you know so which it, is kind of know, crazy when kind of you look at lot. what
3: they did with guitar hero and rock bands
2: yeah they, yeah think
3: they'd have a better selection
2: yeah and i don't i you know i i haven't really looked into it much after it came out um you know, I really only had seen the early stages, so maybe they added stuff at some point, but I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I'd, It's something that if it's backwards compatible on PS5, I'd definitely probably still end up getting it, just because that is one of my favorite games. Like, literally, I used to play those damn games, like, for hours and hours and hours straight, like me and, like, all, all my friends and stuff that I hung out with. Uh, I
3: have a
2: 360 still for that. rock band, so yeah. 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 Yeah, I used to have all that stuff too, but but yeah, so that's that's basically all I've been playing, honestly, other than you know, like solitaire occasionally too on my phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well I've been wow. playing I've been playing Disney emoji blitz on my phone, so I know how that boring uh, yeah. phone games are, so just to kill time. So, Jesse's cat is uh, yeah, <laughs> she's some sort of Death
2: Death <laughs> wine. Ed, what are you? Yeah, the, um, I was just gonna say yeah. I'm, it's uh, like on my on my end, I don't know about yours, but it's always just me and you at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, <laughs> like because well, like, they they've inserted
1: some people. like fake players. I feel like into yeah. my leaderboard to like make yeah. you try harder, and I'm like yeah, yeah. Look, I enjoy those ten thousand. Yeah, look, I enjoy those ten thousand coins every week. But uh, yeah, if you're gonna insert fake players, I'm not trying that hard. Look, I'll just Dude do my three spins and go close the app.
2: <laughs> so well and, well, and get this. So like, I played it for a while, like you know, like hours and hours a day, um, for a while there, and like every time I would get an, you know, it would take forever to get an unlock. Mm-hmm. Like unlock a character. The character would always be one I already had. Yeah. And so I come I I wrote a I wrote a crappy review for the game. <laughs> I wrote one too. And then all of a sudden all of a sudden, next thing I know, every single time now that I've bought a I got a new emote emoji, they've all been different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even
1: I don't even play the game anymore. I just I have like no. I literally have like forty lives that I haven't used because I just keep Doing the free spins and just hoping I get the 1,500 coins and I'm like, well, guess I'll wait my four hours to do four more free spins after I watch these crappy ads for other mobile games. So, (laughs) um, but is that, is that all you've been playing Jesse then? Yeah. Ed, how's Okami going for you? Doing all right over there?
0: Okami is going super good. I am 30%, um. That I got left to do before I beat it, so I will be hitting my July twenty-two Go on Mixer, fixing that game. Um, but I also uh, uh, play Mega Man two. Um, I'm almost done with that. I was streaming it. Um, and man, it's still a fun game. Talking, um, talking, not talking about it, But playing that game, man. Still, I don't know. The directional pad on Xbox is not fit for old school NES style games. It's just not. It's it's great for it's great for boundary games with the analog control. But the directional pad on the Xbox controller, uh, I give me that good old Pro controller. Or anything that's it related, I just uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I once I get done with Okami, I am going to jump back into Rise of Tomb Raider. Um, because like, I love playing that game on survival. It's so much fun. I think I'm at the halfway point because um, I just got to the town um, that was hidden away from er- everybody. So um, I got there. So I need to pick it up and work on that. Uh, I do have coffee talk, but I didn't start it. Um, I did get it where games would go, but I just haven't started uh, started back up yet. Um, and there was another game that I picked up. There were some games that I did pick up. on Savage to uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, I think that's it.
2: Oh, okay, and,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of that, um, and I put it to the side because I had got into our book club stuff. Um, but I am going to give it a try. Uh, play more of it. It's kind of cool. It's a, it's a little bit laid back. I don't know where to. I don't know. I, I I understand the Metroid stuff, but I don't see everything else yet, and I probably haven't got to that part yet since I was like still in the beginning of things uh, with that game. Um, yeah,
2: just- we, we yeah we played that for for one of our uh, our uh, um, Game Pass game things. And uh, we, we, me, and Corey were really enjoying it, and would wanted to go back to it again sometime. So maybe, maybe that could be a game if you, if you own it, own it. Maybe one day, if yeah, uh, own it. I brought there's it. There's a weekend. There's a weekend that like you're off or something, and mm-hmm. and we got time to do it. We can maybe try to play that as a, as a group because we didn't get too far in it. So,
0: okay, I do. I'm thinking of holding off of Black Flat. Of Assassin's Creed, and I'm thinking of jumping into Dead Rising 3. Um, because and I, I know I'm supposed to, I said I would do Dead Space, but I had Dead Rising 3 for so long, and I'm trying to get some of the launch, like the first launch games that came to the Xbox One, I'm trying to get them out and off my system. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're not, once I get finished with Tomb Raider, right? Uh, Rise of Tomb Raider, I think I will start, uh, Dead, uh, Dead Rising 3. Um, And then probably jump into their Ryzen Four, because like Black Flag is good, but I'm just lost. They don't the direction stuff like they're not telling me how to get somewhere, and it's and it's that's one of the problems with Ubisoft and even Grand Theft Auto. Sometimes it's like you get you know where you need to go, you pinpoint it, and no, Borderlands has this problem, you pinpoint it, and then you try to get there, and it's these hills and the valleys, and you can't get around them, so you're figuring out how the heck do I get to this place, it's showing me where it's at, I need to get there, but all of this stuff is blocking it. Mm -hmm. So, So, but that's pretty much what I've been playing, um, in in a certain game for playstation uh but i talked about that on boss rush (laughs) and so i got three more days for that and then it's review time for that because two special games are coming friday and i cannot wait yes
1: (laughs) nice well uh just to keep it short i have been playing uh a lot of CrossCode, which is a cool new action RPG in the 16-bit style. It is very fun. It's very cool. It's very stylish. Uh, the writing is very good. Uh, it is on Game Pass. I've been playing it on Switch, though, so because um, I didn't know it was on Game Pass, and I wanted it. So, whoops. Uh, that's on me, I guess. Uh, but I supported a developer, so that's all right. Um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing... Uh, what else have I been playing besides Destiny? Um, oh, I played a little bit of NBA 2K This weekend Because um, I was oh, okay. I don't know, I f- felt like, hey, why not Let's just shoot some hoops And uh, I played about I played one game, and I was like, I'm good So uh, <laughs> But the rest of it's just been Destiny uh, But I'll talk about that tomorrow uh, I raided for the first time In about a year and a half So that was fun <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but anyways, uh, we're going to get into some of this news here. The The Ubisoft Forward event happened uh, today. I just kind of want to talk a little bit about what was shown and what wasn't shown. Uh, I think the big thing uh, that was obviously leaked ahead of time was Far Cry 6 coming in February. Uh, and then they mm-hmm. gave release dates to Watch Dogs Legion and assassin's creed which i'm very excited for but uh, that also gives us kind of a window on maybe when these new consoles are coming so uh but what did what did you guys think of the ubisoft forward event uh,
0: it, it mm, this was it was okay <laughs> um it it really they had a really cool watchdog lead just had a really cool intro uh it was a short movie um animated uh, by, like, some, I think a French director did it, so, like, everybody if you haven't seen do check that out um, everything else, a lot of people did not care for hyperspace a lot of people were just like, okay we're done with the battle arena style games, can we give it a rest, like um, I'm a battle royale, i say a lot of people just did not care and I know it's hyperspace. on uh, escape, hyperscape I'm sorry, the, oh, the beta better- <laughs> Yeah, so, the beta that's now on PC. A lot yeah, of people no, did know. not care. Um, yeah,
2: I don't know. I've I've been seeing a lot of people playing it and enjoying it, but
0: yeah, I. It, it, I it looks it looks
2: cool to me. Like I like I like the whole the whole concept of of kind of taking something similar to like Apex, but like but almost it's like almost a mixture between Apex and and war zone where you've got like these big like tall buildings and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and it's more like you know like there's more more stuff that you that you can kind of go around whereas with apex you know there's a lot of open area that's just you know too easy to get picked off running through the open you know like whereas with this like you can move super fast and you can jump all over and like you know, building like the wall thing to stop people from from getting you or whatever, and Hacks. like there's there's a there's a lot of cool things I think that they're doing in it. That, but I don't know. I,
0: I, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people sort of just like we we've had enough of this. It, this is no one is inventing the wheel, and you know the, the, what they show it was like a story mode, so it, like there's a campaign and there's a purpose, but a lot of people just did not didn't really care. Rainbow Six Siege, when they showed that, it was really congratulated on five years. They got like 60 million players now. Mm-hmm. Um, Brawlhalla coming to iOS and Android. Um, this is going to be cross-play, I guess. Um, one of the weird things was that they didn't announce anything for Nintendo Switch. And I know this is a Microsoft podcast, but I, they're breaking it up into two so I guess we're gonna get everything else. Like I think we're gonna get Gods of Monsters and Beyond Good and Two and whatever Ubisoft have planned. Um but it was it was very weird. It was just like very ho hum. Um about it. Well and I but, think- well,
2: but the, the thing is too to remember is Nintendo hasn't really done like a, a massive like E three style show yet. So so if if there's certain things that they're that they're there, doing that that Nintendo wants to control the, you know, the the messaging. You know, have control but the messaging
0: they didn't control the messaging when they did uh, Mario Rapids, they didn't control that they let Ubisoft like literally yeah. announced that themselves What what was weird was just everything that they show people knew about even with Far, Far Cry 6 was the leak and stuff They've seen a little bit of Valhalla, uh, uh, Assassin's Creed, but there were parts that said a work in progress, not the final product. So it yeah. was just like they're still working on things. And people were just like, they thought that there was going to be new announcements for games in their mm-hmm. work. So a lot of people just felt like this was quite... It was safe but it was quite a letdown, and, I, and yeah. a lot of people. And I think if they would have did this as a live presentation, I think people would have just straight up hated, hated, or well, they hate did, they'd be disappointed.
1: They did say they're going to have another one, right?
0: Yes, they, they did does. announce. Yeah, and so the, it feels like the second one is going to be all the stuff. unannounced stuff and some mm-hmm. updates and everything. Um, I I just seen on Twitter. Um, that everything was already pre-recorded, yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. they couldn't talk about yeah. the
0: sexual abuse—not sexual abuse—those um, problems that uh, Ubisoft have been, been reported and stuff. Um, so they were just like, "I mean, they could have. The, they easily could have." But, yeah. they, but They, I think they could. They, I think they could have, but I think everything was already done.
3: I mean, I, so I'm that, saying that they could have because when Bungie did the Beyond Light reveal back at the beginning of June, they made it pretty clear in the footage that they had pre-recorded that in about mid-May, and they still found time to spend the first nine minutes of their show addressing Black Lives Matter. So well, uh, you can definitely that, do this.
0: There was is nothing
3: that, wrong with Eve sitting down for three minutes and mm-hmm. giving a statement, attack on at the beginning or at the end.
0: I wonder when when destiny did theirs before the nine minutes was that like live i don't know if that was live or they recorded that they recorded it oh they recorded okay so
3: it, yeah so, it was uh it was a lot of it was a lot of statistics on uh on police brutality ways to help things like that but it was clearly mm-hmm. like it was infographics you had to clearly design in a program and put in there mm-hmm. so that is still better than nothing and yeah. sure, they had a little bit more time, but when this is something that, like, this is a story that's been reported on for about three and a half weeks now, and it hit its boiling point yesterday, you're one of the three probably biggest third-party companies in the world. You have to address that. You have thousands I, of people whose work is getting shown. You owe it to them to address this in a public manner.
0: I wonder if they were still doing some investigations I, or something. Mm. And- even not, even I'm, saying we're investigating it would have been I'm better not, than complete silence. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying. I mean, you don't have
1: to. That... Acu- you don't have to accuse anybody to address no. the situation. You can just say, right. "Look, yeah. there's we're there's been things happening within our company. We're totally investigating <laughs> it. But this, 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 and this, we do not stand for. We do not. Uh, you know, you could address right. it without." Accusing Especially
3: anybody. when Yves is number two, who is one of the ones who was completely implicated and is now gone from the company. Mm. I think you have to address that in a public manner and not just through I, a cruddy PR statement.
0: I, yeah. I think I think and not I'm not saying that they could address it. I I just think that they probably thought that. This is already set and ready to go and we don't wanna do no extra. we don't wanna do no extra work. So let's Push just it make back this a thing. Couple days. I I'm just I mean saying. this this, this happened Ubisoft, I'm, this. I'm just let's saying see. this is what Ubisoft is. Let's this see is They've. re reasoning.
1: Let's see. This this was uh this has been this the allegations and stuff have been going on for what a week and a half. You're telling me you can get somebody to a PR guy like, to write something for write something
3: in two hours and well, have it in one one their executives. HR department threatened to quit apparently if the CEO didn't publicly back up. Yeah. and, and so that's it's why it's a whole mess over there. And, so and it's not
1: why, it's not like us where we have to sit here for like a couple of days to edit something. They have like thousands of people to do that for them. It's not it's not <laughs> and, it's not. It's. And, I, I and don't think it's okay and, that they didn't acknowledge it. So,
0: I think when, because I, I, like I said, I just seen them put posts up there, and they, I guess they posted this thing ten hours ago, uh, before the show. I'm just Ubisoft. I they just randomly came up on my Twitter page, uh, seeing it. So, th- like I said, I don't know if they're still investigating. I don't know what decision that they made. I think they should have put that in. I, they should have put that at least in the front because um, they're probably going to address it at the second one, I think. I think when everything I mean, boils they down. They can't
1: wait that long. It's too late. No, it's, already too late. At, at this, it's already at too late. It's already too late. They've already shown something. At, it's too late.
0: Right. At, at this at this point in time, Ubisoft is probably thinking of something different. Meaning, meaning that they don't care if they're late or not. They, uh, they may feel like they want to get all the facts or get like I said, they may still be investigating stuff. Well, that's what I was and, saying, though. You don't have to
1: accuse anybody to say that you don't stand mm-hmm. for something, right? You, I mean, yeah. I, I'm i sure none of, like, you know, when when Bungie did that, did the Black Lives Matter thing, they didn't like... Investigate
0: it, or anything.
1: Investigate or accuse anybody of being a racist or <clears> anything, <throat> but it was still the right thing to do, right? Like, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's, it's just, there's a you have to at least acknowledge it. So, um. yeah,
0: and, and I know Ubisoft has a lot of companies, so I wonder if there's just—I uh, mean, developers like around the world. So I wonder if a lot of stuff happened around the world, and there's still people that they're trying to get out. I'm—I'm I'm just saying this is Ubis, This is probably what Ubisoft was thinking. Not saying that they shouldn't said something because uh, uh, the head of the company he should have came out. And said something, made that statement. You are ahead of this. And you know and you know all of this backlash, not backlash, all of this stuff and accusations that's going on. Yeah, he should have said he really should have said something. But maybe maybe he felt like it wasn't the time to say it. I don't know. Um so but because a lot of, a lot of people just like if they're not supporting Ubisoft anymore. A lot of people literally dropped them. Mm-hmm. They're like they're not they're not going to be. They buying say that, that but game.
1: wait till Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs comes out. I mean, they say and, that with all these things every year. And look, look uh-huh. at Blizzard, right? With all that China stuff that happened a year ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what? New cool Blizzard the, game out. We're gonna buy it. And and
0: that
2: the thing so. the thing is though, you know, like I, this is this is the thing, and this is why you know I hate. I hate corporations (laughs) is, okay, so if you stop buying a game, who is that hurting? It's hurting the people who are possibly victims And, and, you know, the people who are putting in hard work to make these games, they're the only ones getting punished.
0: But they don't. Sometimes they don't see it that way. They see it that yeah. If you don't buy it, we'll have someone else buy it. So we got a substitute for you. We don't have that substitute in you. We just have someone substitute for you. And as long as we get that sale, that's all that matters to them.
2: Well, I know, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying not yeah, not buying a game isn't going to do anything. Yeah, like it's it's not going to do anything. That's why, like, because I I want to buy the game to support. The people who, who are possibly victims who are just doing nothing but trying to make a game, you know, because unfortunately they're the ones who get hurt by by this because the, the corporations that that own them are, you know, use them as a shield. Like, I mean, if if people don't buy a game, well, then we get rid of the studio. We you know, we get rid of you because your games aren't doing well.
0: And, and so you know, like,
2: might... uh, that's the thing is it's 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 a stupid it's, it's a stupid situation, it's, it's unfortunately, really... and all, the, the the more important thing, in my opinion, is to, you know, do like what people have been doing with the Black Lives Matter and stuff and and just trying, you know, like pushing the people at the top and, you know, into to doing something, you know like you cuz not buying a game i don't really think that's gonna that's gonna do anything it, like you can be outspoken you know and and do like try to do things other ways you know or or like support things that that you know look into these kinds of situations I mean. and you know deal with it You know, it's, that's the thing. It's just, it's just a really, it's a really difficult situation. I don't, it's never, there's never an easy solution to these kind of things. And, and I, unfortunately, I don't think just not buying a game is going to make any difference. Because there's too much of a possibility of the people who who are innocent being hurt by that more than the actual business that's that's re-
0: releasing the game. You know, it's it's really kind of like fans versus being overlooked, which yeah. is which is going to if the fan if the fans uh make their decision on not to buy something because of these accusations they won't buy it and, and stuff but if there are people who will overlook all of this stuff because it's one of their favorite series they'll yeah. go and get it just look at yeah. borderlands we we already know the crazy mess with what's name but everybody overlooked all of that and bought yeah. Borderlands
2: three yeah, you know, unfortunately, this is just something that we shouldn't even have to be having these kind of conversations about, honestly. Like, yeah, if
1: people weren't shitty you know, people, we wouldn't have to wrong. have these conversations. I mean, yeah. like, to be honest, like, not just the Ubisoft stuff, but everything that we've been talking about this week on all of our shows, I'm just, like, really, yeah. really tired of having this conversation because it, people are shitty people. And I just don't want to, like, like, I mean, I, to, I was talking, I told you this, Ed, the other day, I'm like, Remember when we just used to come on here and talk about games and it was it yeah. was like,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: not serious. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I'm really tired of shitty people, and you know, I, well, I just don't know how to like really. I don't really know how to, not. Just not have this conversation anymore because we have to have this conversation.
0: I think it's just like are you, if you're going to purchase any of their games uh, it's going to be up to you if you're going to keep this stuff in your mind mm-hmm. and that's going to stop your purchase or you want to be able to play with your friends and overlook all of that and just get the game you're excited for what Ubisoft is giving you go ahead and buy it if you got the money and the time I should say Yeah. Mm-hmm. or you're going to wait for a sale it's, you are the consumer and you even though Jesse I know you don't like if you, Like that kind of theory, you know Supporting it with your money or not, but I'm like if you want to play their games That that door is open to walk through and go buy their games You're not forced to do anything, but it's gonna be up to you And
2: also if someone wants to buy a game that's not that's not them saying that they're okay with what's going on either You know like that, you know, that's you've yeah, but go ahead, Josh. I, don't, I said enough, really, but...
3: No, no, I just want to say, you know, I, I preached for a long time, and I've, I've done it a few times on Boss Rush's shows, too. Um, I'm a very big believer of vote with your wallet. Um, yeah. If there's something that you don't agree with, um, everybody, everybody has a line, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to sit here and shame somebody for going and buying a Ubisoft game after this, you know. I don't yeah. really care. Like, I'm personally looking forward to playing Valhalla eventually, but I have my own separate philosophy within that that comes down to Ubisoft games, which is never buying at full price. Uh, yeah. I wait about three weeks and they're half off. But I think it's kind of a moral conundrum that you get into when you see situations like this. Like, I don't think... I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not defending any of this. I do think that the Ubisoft situation is different than the Blizzard mm-hmm. one that we brought up earlier. Like, that is one that, you know... Enough people will be impacted by that one globally. Like they're seeing the right? human rights human rights abuses going on in Hong Kong, and mm-hmm. like I, I do genuinely believe, like people are going to go. No, I'm not. I'm like I'm not buying. I'm not supporting Blizzard. Like I, I'm I'm one of them. Like right now, I I don't want to. I'm sure my tune is going to change the second that Diablo Four comes out, but. Yeah, right. Right now, it's easy. It's always easy to talk the talk when there's not a product that you want. Like it's really, mm-hmm. really easy for me to sit down right now and go, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to buy a Ubisoft game. And- they're going to show me. they uh, they're, they're going to show me Gods of Monsters in like three weeks, and I'm going to be like, Well, hell yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it, Ubisoft. Like I want this game.
0: I I think with the Blizzard thing, I think more people were mad at the actions that Blizzard took. Well, with and the
3: they should. I mean, that is right. Is egregious, like, you, you should absolutely be upset. Like, that's that, that's an example of not wanting to upset an investor. Uh, you know, Tencent is mm-hmm. owned by the Chinese media, or owned by the Chinese government. They're a big investor at Blizzard, and especially in Epic. You know, they're 40% owners in Epic. Like, they can actually control the business strategy of that company. And that's that's when you start getting in all sorts of really weird legal areas. Uh, and you just got, you have to decide for yourself. You know, like I, and I won't say that saying, oh, I'm not going to buy from a certain company doesn't do anything because as we've seen, with any, as with any movement, enough people do it, you start hurting that bottom line. Like, mm-hmm. a, a giant conglomerate like Ubisoft, uh, none of those studios are going to be in nature of closing except for maybe their mobile ones. Like, mm-hmm. that, that, that's about it. Like, none of the ones that do Ghost Recon or The Division, like, Massive's not going to close anytime soon. Watch Dogs, mm-hmm. it's a studio and closing, closing down. Uh, you, you saw Montreal and Toronto and the other 15 of them that work on the Assassin's Creed franchise aren't closing down. it It, it is its is what it is, ultimately. Um, mm-hmm. Like, just to kind of put a bow on it, I guess that's my thought on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, Corey, if you don't want me, steering it back into the... Direct style presentation for just a second.
1: No, I was I was actually going to transition okay. into that now.
3: <laughs> it's um, it, it was not good. That that that's my take on it. It was not good. Uh, I'm pretty sure we all laughed at the EA presentation earlier this summer, and we were like, "There's no way it can get worse."
1: Um, well, I, this the, was not. The, Ubisoft the, said, "Hold my beer." The The,
0: the, you, mean, the, AI, the, 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 the EA Ubisoft was. Well, go ahead go ahead EA, oh yeah EA wasn't bad I think oh, it was bad. I think it was it was better what they have been doing in previous years um Ooh, I mm-hmm. hard disagree yeah I'm hard what, disagree.
1: I'm,
0: what I'm saying what I'm saying as in previous years there wasn't there was there was just something to look they didn't do all that marketing talk like they have been done in a lot of their pre EA things. Like last year, what we did with EA, we saw Star Wars and we dropped off and we dipped off from that. The year before, I think they had did the Anthem one. We were mad at the Commander Conquer. We was we were happy to see Unravel Two and some Anthem, but then when Anthem came out, it had their problems. But we were excited about some of the stuff that they're sh- that they show. We still didn't care about none of the sports or anything. I think this. I think this one. I, I think this one. It w- it wasn't up to snuff for for anything. But I think it was. It was just a little bit better than their past presentations. It's so just what I'm saying. W-
3: with Ubisoft this year. I think Ubisoft made the correct decision to focus on two core titles that bookended their presentation in watchdogs and assassin's creed they threw some mobile game filler in the middle uh it's really bizarre to me that they're doing two presentations that they're going to do another ubisoft connect or direct or forward or whatever terminology they're using that's not trademarked um whatever they're going to do later on in the year i assume that's where we're going to see gods and monsters if it still exists uh, same with beyond good and evil 2 like i've just given up all hope on that game existing but it's, it's baffling to me that you do this and you bookend it with two games that you're like, oh yeah, these are massive open world experiences that are both going to come out at the end of October and in the middle of November. That's the latest an Assassin's Creed game has launched in, God, maybe since the original one. They traditionally come out the first week, first or second week of October. mm mm-hmm. uh, so, I think, honestly, the biggest news of this might be we've pretty much pinpointed when Series X is coming out. It's coming out the week of the 17th because you've got Assassin's Creed and Cyberpunk both coming that week. Oh, this is watching two days before Cyberpunk 2077. Good luck. Yeah, good luck good with that. Good luck, Ubisoft. Um, I will almost guarantee you that one of those two games is getting delayed. And I if I was a Cyberpunk. betting man, it's well,
1: Yeah,
0: cyberpunk. I wasn't
3: even talking about Cyberpunk Uh, I mean Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed One of those is getting punted this spring
0: Neither they'll they'll come out on time You know
3: know what We thought this last year and then Ubisoft Literally took their whole E3 Last year and punted it Gods and Monsters was supposed to come out in January Of this year Watch Dogs was supposed to be a fall game last
0: year But because of Ghost Recon Breakpoint That changed
3: everything yeah. Those, re- those recon breakpoints
0: sucked and that changed everything but, they, all their- but that's some they say they it was broken and, those those recon. Right, and all of that stuff got delayed and it could guys I don't think guys and monsters would have sold as much because you didn't show us anything you showed a, a trailer for announcement but there was th- coming up uh, uh past months they didn't show no kind of gameplay so how do you show just a trailer and didn't release a game like that
3: because they're ubisoft and they do this on the regular <laughs> like, Yeah, remember watchdogs uh, I mean, one <laughs> yeah watch Dogs yeah one. i mean we didn't see anything of rainbow six quarantine which shocked me that was being pegged as a fall title didn't see anything of that all we got was a cinematic trailer for Far Cry. Like, if I'm a betting man, Far Cry is getting punted because you just showed a cinematic trailer, and that's they, it. And you launched this February,
0: and <laughs> they just they just put out the pictures for it, gameplay pictures. I saw Still. it. Yeah, yeah, i just and, seen and, it.
3: Anyways, I, the long yeah. and short of it: this 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 is a bad presentation. But it wasn't. It was a step up from E. A. and I think it's solely because they did show us a pretty good chunk of Watchdogs during the presentation. And if you watched the post show, they showed a lot of Assassin's Creed.
0: We got yeah, probably yeah.
3: forty-five they, minutes of Assassin's Creed. They we did just, thirty minutes. Of- yeah, it, it definitely sold me on it a little bit more uh, yeah. because watching that footage, I was just going, "Oh no, oh no! This is this is Odyssey with a Viking overlay, and that's not what I want." Um, a See, little bit more. That's like other, exactly what I want. Is, uh, <laughs> is Odyssey with the Vikings? I, I only want that if you're going to give me more Cassandra. If you're not going to give me Cassandra, make a completely different game. Don't even give me something related to Odyssey.
1: Well, they're, they you have that female protagonist, right? Uh, it's there. You can switch genders on the fly or whatever, right?
3: <laughs> sure. Uh, Vikings also just don't interest me, frankly. Like That is the farthest thing I think of when I think of an Assassin's Creed title. Aside from the American Revolution, it's like kind of the weirdest time, I think, to set an assassination game.
1: Don't worry, Um, you're getting another uh, Assassin's Creed game in about a week called Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) Set in
3: Funimix. Anyway, so yeah, to to wrap up the Ubisoft talk, not bad, not great. It was slightly less than mediocre. Yeah. that's
0: why I say it was kind of it was okay for for them. It was um, fine
3: considering everything it, going on. It was fine, like with COVID nineteen. Mm. But the fact that you punted your whole slate a year and this is all we got was a forty minute show where you couldn't even show us everything that you're working on. This, this basically was a reprise of last year's E three with the addition it's of felt like a waste. Uh, yeah. It's it's I feel like I wasted my time and I could have just caught the Twitter highlights because the only thing that matters is that Far Cry is shipping with a replica flamethrower if you buy the collector's edition. And a I, dog that has wheels for its back
0: feet. But yes. the thing about it is how do you fix Ubisoft? Like I don't we are I mean we not it's the same to...
3: question we ask about EA every year like they're, they're gonna insure, instead of hunkering down in sports they hunker down yeah. in Ghost Recon in The Division in Watch Dogs in Assassin's Creed like Far Cry and those five like I'm shocked that we didn't get more Tom Clancy during this
1: here's, here's how you fix Ubisoft you turn about the 10% of people who are like us and are having this conversation <clears throat> regularly into the 90% but that's not going to happen because a lot of people just don't care about games the way we do and they'll buy it anyway and they don't know that this these are the conversations that we're having and they're going to buy Assassin's Creed when it comes out or Watch Dogs or the next uh Tom Clancy game or whatever, right? Like that's just
0: right. Cuz I what this Top Far Cry 6, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion those three are three open world games, and it just seems like every time they do a presentation, it's an open world game. Don't forget about the
1: not... don't forget about the patches that they're making to Ghost Recon. That they're, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be a, a division expansion coming out soon, and the the crew too. Just apparently, dance. they're trying to fix right. Like I'm talking about, like their
3: open world stuff. Like oh, it's. I mean, so I, I had really bad flashbacks to my time with other Ubisoft games watching this presentation because. Far Cry, um, I don't play a lot of Far Cry. They The story kind of interests me, but just the gameplay never really has, which is ironic because I like a lot of FPSs. Um, after Far Cry 3, I just kind of tapered off with the franchise. Um, but you, you look at some of these games and, like, Watch Dogs Legion, the exact characters are moving and the combat they're doing is exactly, exactly the Division 2. Like it, it's it's embarrassing how close that is. Like how how they even how they loop things is almost exactly the same. Like copied animations, copied movements. That's, it's just so
0: weird. That happened with um uh, um the division, the, the first division, and um wow the wild one with Ghost Recon.
3: That at um, least makes sense. Those are set within the same shared universe. Those are set within the same overarching franchise. Mm. You're not taking the movement of the vision and putting it into Assassin's Creed, which is just ridiculous, or into Watch Dogs. Like, Watch Dogs looked more like an FPS than it did what Watch Dogs we know is. Like, I just, I I don't know. I think something's got to change with the way they approach these games, because, sure, they're selling now, but eventually there is going to hit a point where, I mean, they did it with the Assassin's Creed games. People are going to say, we're done buying these
0: I think Ubisoft needs to make a level based game. I think that would be probably a highlight for them. Ubisoft. Because er- back. <laughs> because everything they're doing is open world. If it's not open world, it's a Tom Clancy game. If it's not Tom Clancy, it's just dance or some mobile thing. And like they haven't expanded from anything. I mean, listen, but- I'm
3: thrilled that they- I'm honestly thrilled that they're doing just dance because that at least gives them some diversity in the portfolio. Mm-hmm. but I mean like you see some of their more original games and you're like why don't I get more like this like uh, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle was awesome it was XCOM Mario like that that was great
0: and I think they need more stuff like you that need I think stuff like mean- that you
3: need stuff, stuff like Starlink was genuinely good like yes. I, I will die on the hill that Starlink is the best Fox game of the last 20 years
0: yep but and- I right, like Corey <laughs> <laughs> what you, you- no I was going to Josh Corey because you said the same thing I did it is it, I I
3: don't know like just diversify the portfolio it, And that, I think
0: that's what they Need they need a diverse portfolio That's why I feel like they need a game That's just straight level based 12 levels show an ending And that's it
1: Yeah wow. Uh, But I mean Is there anything anybody was like Excited for by this Presentation I mean like nope. besides The fact no. that we thought the
2: presentation well, was Boring <laughs> Yeah, my—I mean, my my excitement for anything had you know happened because of the leak, but like, because I'm I'm the opposite. Like, I really um, like the Far Cry games are really the only ones that I care about probably the most out of everything that they do. The, as far as their flagship stuff, um, just because five is was by far my probably my favorite of uh game of theirs in general that i've ever played but i mean i <clears throat> i liked the division too but i still like far cry it was just so weird and just i loved the the protagonists that you were going against and just the whole like uh cult kind of thing about it was 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 entertaining so but yeah like i <clears throat> my only problem though with with this new far cry is it, it's like I, as long as they've you know improved upon the mechanics and stuff or even if they're at least similar to what they were in 5 i'd be mm. i'd be fine with that um but part of it gives me kind of like flashbacks of of 4 and i You know trying to go back to four after playing five like the mechanics were just so much more clumsy and just not it just was not that good trying to go back after playing five because it's like you can see where the where they were trying to improve upon things and they weren't quite there yet and but then we got it in five so um yeah i i don't really know you know, like how I feel quite yet about it. Like, I, I mean, I'm excited because I, you know, I'm, there's hope that it's, it's decent, like five was, but, but again, I don't, you know, I won't quite know yet it's still kind of early, but I don't want to get my hopes up too much, you know, but I was hoping we would get a Far Cry six, you know, that could potentially be something I enjoy playing. But that's about it for me, honestly. like well, and and like I did I did enjoy you know getting getting more of uh, of Assassin's Creed because like i'm not I'm not really a fan of the Assassin's Creed games too much, but uh, I'm kind of the opposite of Josh, where like this is like one thing that I actually have like the setting I have interest in, but yeah, I don't know.
3: I mean, like, I mean that's completely you know, fair. Like that's just personal preference.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and uh, you know, that's just like any game ultimately, like you know, like I'm I don't know, I used to just be obsessed with like you know, uh like Elder Scrolls stuff and all that and like but I've just kind of dropped off with of that. My my <clears throat> my interests have changed a little bit since then. So like a lot of the night stuff and all that, I just don't get into anymore. Cause like back in the day, I would have loved dark souls, I'm sure. But now I just, it's just not, you know, but yeah. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, it. I, I thought it looked good. Like, you know what they've shown of assassins creed. So I was glad, you know, that we got a good chunk of that. Honestly, they could have, you know, like in my opinion, you know, you guys talked about them, you know, do planning on doing another one. What they should have did is just do what Nintendo does, have have uh, um, a tree house type thing where you just talk about uh, Assassin's Creed, and then maybe tease like one thing, you know, or something like that, and say that you know, like you're going to be having another show later where where we're going to go over. <coughs> What else we have to look forward to? I think that was their
0: post. Their post show. Yeah, I think that was that their idea when they did that post show. Yeah,
2: but I I think they should have honestly just did that and then just waited with everything else until they actually had something legitimate to you know to really go over and. You know put on a decent show i think it's i think the thing you know like that that we're kind of forgetting sometimes maybe with all this is you know the, these people may may know how to make games and stuff like that and and blah 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 but you know like maybe they just <laughs> really are not good at like planning a, a like a, a recorded you know like show together and so they're just really bad at at that part of like they're not professionals trying. like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And what yeah, was wrong need, with Phil Spencer?
2: Need a they need a Corey on their team.
0: Phil Smith <laughs> looked at tired or something was in his eye. I'm like, uh, this is don't look right, Phil Smith. He must he must he was high or something. <laughs> <He's> probably because st- <laughs> he kept he kept squinting his eyes throughout the whole thing. I'm like, this is not the Phil Smith that we know. <laughs> Well,
2: his eyes are usually pretty squinty so speaking
1: Uh, speaking of phil spencer we're gonna dive into this this other topic of the show so (laughs) last week he talked a little bit about the the wb montreal or wb uh games stuff where you know they are looking to be sold or whatever microsoft's hat is apparently in the ring uh so phil spencer said two things that were really interesting and i feel like maybe we could kind of combine these into one topic uh he does he was on a on a he did an interview where he was talking about uh the cross-gen exclusivity approach and where you know the the big quote coming out of there is gaming is bigger than any one device where he was talking about you know it kind of goes everything against what he wants he thinks gaming should be where you know if Jesse, you have an Xbox one and, and, you know, I'm playing on PC and Josh's playing on series X and Ed's playing on a phone, like we can all still play together because of the, the way that Xbox is uh, approaching X Cloud and, you know, cross-gen gaming and stuff. So um, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? How he's kind of defending that? Do you agree with him? I mean, I think some people are, not really agreeing with him, which I think is kind of sad, but also you know, we kind of when PlayStation did that big reveal, they kind of made a point to say, you know, we are building games from the ground up for PlayStation 5, we pretty much won't be supporting the PlayStation 4 after the PlayStation 5 comes out. Um, so what do you guys think about this?
0: Uh, well, I think a lot of people don't realize that Microsoft it is a hardware and software company first of all and they have a lot of their software everywhere phones tablets computers uh the xbox console so um wherever they could get their product out their software out that's where they're going to get it out at for everybody to play um and wherever you wherever you feel like that you could get a hold of it by paying some service or outright buying the game if they could offer more they know that they could get more people to up some money to get their product and stuff so mm-hmm. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's a smart thing for Microsoft because they're expanding different ways to play and if you could get more people to play that and there's a profit coming from it, why not do it? Mm-hmm. you know? Why not take a why not take advantage of it in everything? so just I think Microsoft is is as a business they're thinking of ways on how to get stuff out and how to receive um something back from that compared to what sony is doing like a lot of people who buy sony products are you just buying the playstation because like sony owns Columbia, they have uh they they do movies they have um hardware with like their headphones and sound systems mm-hmm. and tvs and everybody is acting like sony doesn't have other ways of making money versus of playing games. But mm-hmm. Sony has other products out that can make them money. And those those products are not really doing it. So you can't be mad at Microsoft for taking advantage of what they want to do with their software to get it out to have people <clears throat> play their games and receive some money for their business. I think mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to Microsoft
3: and their strategy going in this generation, like they're in a very unique position. Like, we've never really seen a company in this sort of position. Sure, going from 360 to Xbox One, we had cross-generational games and whatnot. We've never seen a company try to do the whole full upgrade thing before. And I think they're able to do that because of how much our consoles are connected to the internet now. Mm -hmm. But also, like, Microsoft has pushed this narrative for a few years now, Um, really since like 2017, I would guess, Uh, is when they really started bringing their games to, to PC, their Xbox exclusives. And that's one of the, that was kind of the first cog in starting to write the ship. Right? Was mm-hmm. okay. We're going to get our games. The Xbox One is obviously not going to sell as well as the PS4. It's not a failure by any means, but it's it's not reaching those historic levels. Like it's not even reaching what we did with the 360. We we got to do something. We have the we have games that we want people to play. So I don't think it's wrong to have your game on multiple systems, and especially what I think a lot of people aren't taking into consideration is if the X Cloud technology is as good as it's being touted. And I mean, listen, I've done the iOS beta for the Master Chief Collection. If that game can run on my iPhone, they can definitely be helping support these future games on your Xbox One console. Um, Mm -hmm. I do think you're eventually going to hit a wall, and I think it's going to be a pretty startling wall for any title that is not... a Microsoft Game Studios title because these new companies are going to be developing for the future consoles. I mean, the the Valhalla gameplay that we saw today, for example, looked kind of choppy, and that's presumably running on a PC or on a next-gen console. If it looks like that now, even though it's still in dev, how on earth is it looking on a dev kit for PS4 and Xbox One? Like, you have to start taking that into consideration and I don't... This is the most consumer friendly thing I think I've ever seen. Like if Microsoft had led this generation, I'd almost guarantee you we wouldn't see this philosophy, this approach. They'd be like, No, nah, y'all can go buy, buy a new box. I, I don't think we would have seen it at all.
1: Yeah, that was but, my next question. I was do you think yeah. them being behind severely is is this is this is why their approach is the way it is, or do you think one hundred percent.
3: Okay. One hundred percent. Um, I don't doubt that Phil Spencer is a genuine guy, but at the end of the day, his, his goal is to sell services, games, and consoles. Mm-hmm. Um mm. And I think that his, a quote that he gave to GamesIndustry.biz this week really struck a chord with me when he says, "We view Game Pass." It was either him or Matt Booty. It was one of the two. We view Game Pass as a separate platform, just like we do mm-hmm. the Series X or the Xbox One or Windows PCs. And I and he goes, "We ha- you have to be able to develop games for the, for your platform." Mm-hmm. So kind of emphasizing that all these studios they've acquired aren't all going to be making triple A like giant narrative experiences, a la God of War or Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us. Like mm-hmm. it's like that that's not our goal with every game. Like we have some games that we want to do that we know by all accounts that's what the initiative was founded to do was to be their answer to Sony Santa Monica and Naughty Dog. You have to look at other things that they do right, like the emphasis that they put on play with your friends with, with Halo, Gears, the Forza franchise. Like those games keep going on forever. One, because we keep buying them. Two, for mm-hmm. the most part, they've been pretty good consistently. And three, I mean, you can play with your friends. Like I would rather play a game with my friends than a, than always play a single player game. Like I love having my Xbox for those multiplayer experiences. I think that's a lot of what we're seeing. The approach here is they don't want to separate those generations. Like, they want to still try and be loyal to the fan base that really bought into the Xbox One, mm-hmm. no matter when they did, and be like, okay, your purchase wasn't in vain. We know there really weren't any games from 2017 to 2019 that were exclusive, that were good. Like, Gears 4 and <laughs> Gears 5 were kind of the bookends to the dark years of the Xbox One's <laughs> release cycle. Uh, that- Ironically ironically.
0: But that plays on what people were reviewing Microsoft as versus what they're reviewing PlayStation. Because the thing about it is like, it's like one of those Nintendo Wii U things where it's just like, oh, Nintendo makes kids stuff, they don't make no games, but then they get those games on Switch and they play them. Sorry, bring up Nintendo $10 in the bucket for the show. <laughs> um, uh, people start realizing that, oh, I can't believe this game is so good, cause I missed it on the Wii U, and it's not because you didn't want the platform. You had a viewpoint of what Nintendo was making on their console. When everybody's saying that something was good and really great on it, you just had a a person had a viewpoint of it because they was playing on three sixty or PS three and oh, other right. generations, and so. Quantum, like Quantum Break and Sunset Overdrive, those games I feel like they got robbed because mm-hmm. uh, Sunset Overdrive
3: is one of the finest exclusives on any platform and, this generation. Fighting one v one in the Crucible,
0: and they got, and they got robbed <laughs> because of what people thought about it. I'm just like, how can you, how can you, it's not like Insomniac on a Microsoft platform, but like Insomniac on the Sony platform.
3: And it's one of those things like Microsoft still seven years later, like you can you can see it anytime you go into a Twitter thread, you'll still see it. They still have the view that they had in 2013 with the Xbox One reveal. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, I I don't think I'm being ridiculous here when I say that the July 23rd event is probably the most singular important day in the history of the Xbox platform. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that, Uh, too, because I mean, even like. Even on top of that, like this is the most important Halo reveal ever. Also, for I mean, Mm -hmm. I I just think I just think this is a huge day for Xbox because you can say, you can say, oh well, we have Game Pass, our box is cheaper, you can play cross gen, all these things. But if you don't deliver, like something, if you don't deliver the experience people are expecting Mm -hmm. in terms of games, like Mm -hmm. you're not going to succeed. You have to have a combination of the thing of the.
0: of all of and Corey, we discussed this on Block where I'm just like Microsoft needs something important. They need that yeah. one important game, and, and we they need that.
1: And w- when we did, when we did uh, talk about that on Block, which is broken out uh, pod clips, I think are coming back. So it's it's been broken out that conversation. But like, just the fact that we were talking about how Game Pass sometimes might diminish how great a game is because it is available on game pass day one. Like we were talking about gears five and how awesome that game was, but w- we were talking about how it didn't sell very well because it was on game pass. I mean, it sold what two or 3 million copies, but like they were measuring engagement and how many people were playing it. And, right. and, and they were gauging the success on that and the microtransactions within the game or the, seasonal packs or whatever they were calling them at the time you know what i mean and not the Mm -hmm. sales numbers and i mean i don't know how big of a problem that is i don't think it's a problem now but if you're looking long term and Um, i mean i mean right now game pass has how how many users did they say game pass had like 15 million we crossed the
3: 10 million mark
0: in may and, and and I think Jesse, when we was talking about Game Pass, and and that's why I say I don't think Game Pass is a bad service. It's that yes, you are getting indie games, and yes, you get are getting Microsoft's first party stuff, but you're not getting some of the latest third party that everybody wants to play on that system. You the third parties that you're getting are are, there,
1: are making their own system now. Yeah, <laughs> like the, it's pretty the
0: much. Abs- yeah. the
3: absurd amount that Microsoft yeah. have to pay to get a brand new third-party exclusive on there would be so astronomical. They could buy a studio or two or completely fund their own AAA experience. Like, okay. I, I don't think that's what they're out to do anymore. I really think that this... You're, you're going to see less and less big third-party games like Metro Exodus or... Um, God, I'm trying... Like, Witcher 3 or something like mm-hmm. Or you'll see them come years down the road. Like, I remember us mm-hmm. all being shocked in January. Like, oh, my God, Grand Theft Auto Five is on Game Pass... Like, the second best-selling game of all time behind Minecraft is on Game Pass. And then they replace that with Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, those are huge. There are still people buying those droves every
0: month. Yeah. And like, and, game, and they're making their money off of Game Pass. because Because right. you got to think about it. No one is playing Gears... No one's really playing Gears 5 for talking about it. But Gears 5, just because it's on Game Pass, that's money for Microsoft.
3: Ge- Gears 5... And, I mean, when we say, oh, it only sold 3 million copies... There are so many games out there, like AAA games that would kill to sell a 3 million copies. Like, there, there are games that, there are developers who would dance in the street if they crossed that 1 million mark. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of Microsoft's strategy going into this is, is Series X, the, the analogy I've been using for it is, it's what the Steam box should have been. It's housing the Xbox as a software platform, like. Uh, our friend Ray Apollo and I have been saying, we've been literally tooting this word since 2015, when we first started hearing about XCloud being demoed at Gamescom behind closed doors, that this is going to become a service like Steam as opposed to just a box. Like the Xbox happens to be even the physical box. Congratulations. If you want to play on that box, go for it. If you want to play on your tablet, you can do that. If you want to play on your laptop, go for it. Like, mm-hmm. they just added adaptive controller and pro controller support to the Apple TV of all things. Like Well, the
0: they- Xbox has mm-hmm. become a, more of a brand instead right. of the – like you said. And, 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 I not and,
3: I,
2: and I just wanted to touch on that for a moment because we had kind of talked about that and I didn't get a chance to really say it, but – you know, we were talking about um, people who get upset about the idea of, of you not having to buy an Xbox in order to play games. That you'll be able to play games other places. Okay, like the thing is, is like now where people are just so used to it, I think, that the, it's not at the top of their mind. Mm-hmm. But that would be like saying, okay, well, you have these lights over here that can be controlled by Alexa. And you have this, you know, smoke alarm that's controlled by Alexa, and you've got this that's controlled by Alexa. That's like saying, okay, well, only the Echo Dot can control this thing, but if you want to control that thing, you've got to get the bigger version of that. You know, it's it's like if Microsoft ha- has software on all these different things, and they've got software that can work on all these different things. It's Mm -hmm. stupid to say, hey, your software should only be able to work on this one thing because that's what I think, you know. And the cat thinks something, apparently, too. Well, and
3: and as I say, like, whenever people make the argument of, well, why don't we have to buy an Xbox to play Xbox games? If you can play on PC, there's no reason for it. I I like to call those card-carrying members of the Bad Faith Brigade just ridiculous because – they're making it to where like literally you, you can play anywhere like they aren't understanding this because they've never seen a system like this like i can't go buy the last of us part 2 right now digitally and boot it up anywhere that i want to like that is the eventual goal of where they want xcloud to be at they want Game Pass to be able to be like that. Like, I want to be able to play my games wherever. I want to not buy two Series Xs as yeah. much.
2: Unfortunately, we a lot of times, it's $1,000 also $1,000. people who want to complain about Xbox all the time and who have more fun complaining about... Xbox than they do playing
3: video games I mean, because <laughs> a lot of the see, times they'll be like console warriors of any kind like yeah I mean I, I see Nintendo and at, yeah. and Microsoft fans doing that too and it's yeah. just it's so childish like this is such a unique approach and a, a unique point in time where Microsoft is behind and they're really leaning into incorporating their core businesses together they're the only company in the world that can really make this work right now and I'm so yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see how it goes. I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't a little afraid of them saying, for 12 to 24 months, we're going to put every game that's exclusive to Series X on Xbox One. At a certain point, I become afraid of, is the game going to be held back by that? That is a very real concern, I
1: think. I mean, Phil Spencer addressed that in this interview, too, right? Where that is something that people are worried about. And he said that, you know, it's... It's not, it's going to be more like PC slider settings almost where like, you know, you're going to be able to like Halo Infinite, you're going to on Xbox Series X, you're going to be able to run it. Sixty frames or higher, and, and that's why I'm
3: not concerned. Start hearing about like well, I'm not concerned about hearing about the Lockhart system. Hearing that oh the FPS for that like that's not the same CPU, but the the frames per second are gonna be capped at sixty on there as opposed to being able to go all the way up to one twenty. Like it, it's pretty much it's it's like you just said it, it's a slider, and I think hearing that kind of explanation from a studio head or from a, a department head really kind of puts it at ease. Uh-huh. And even hearing their philosophy like that they're not going to sit here and force their studios to, like, you must make this run on everything. Like, if you just want yeah. to run on Series X and PC, and, go for it.
1: Well, apparently their and, dev kits are easy enough to actually make that happen, you know, because there mm-hmm. is like a...
3: There's a
0: Lockhart mode out. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's why, as crazy as it seems, I think Digital Foundry is going to be big next year with Series X and PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm like they're going to be doing the comparisons and unless you are really into tech stuff a lot of that stuff don't matter to players you know they're going to be like i just want to play the game where i could play and i think that's why it's smarter microsoft to really get some of their first party or some of their indie games on steam on windows 10 x cloud wherever they could get their stuff at because it's going to work for them it's a great business deal for them and they're and that's all the thing that matters to them. Yeah, we know that we got everything out there for you guys to play. It's your up uh, It's up to you want to play it. but this is a good business deal for us Well, we don't mm-hmm. recuperate at one place. We'll be we recuperate somewhere else
2: Well, yeah. and they're
0: just ahead of everyone
2: right now because uh, you know, like a lot of the things they're doing we're already seeing like, you know stadia and stuff and things like that but like, you know, Sony Sony has you know been making some changes in their um you know p s now and stuff. They just um, made a big streaming patent
1: this week too, or it was yeah, discovered or whatever they didn't they didn't just yeah.
2: file for it, but you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, so I mean, you know, but the thing is is Microsoft now has been working at this for a long time already. I mean, you know, Phil Spencer talked about playing um playing the uh the um the console streaming or whatever the uh yeah i think it was console streaming that he was mentioned but he had talked about playing it in like another country or something like on the bus like he Mm -hmm. he said there was really bad internet or something like that but but you know he like just just said the fact that he could try it and you know like it it wasn't even something that we knew about at that point it it was something that they were working you know just working on doing and the world didn't know about yet at that time but like you know like they've been doing a lot of this stuff for a while and you know and they're they've got a, so many great things to really back up a system like that like game pass and all that mm-hmm. where where, you know, like, boom, right off the bat, there's going to be a lot of games that you'll have access to, you know, and be able to play. And, you know, unlike Stadia, you won't have to pay, you know, pay a monthly fee for for Stadia or whatever. And then on top of that, buy the game, you know, so you can play it. Like, Because if you're paying the, the cheap monthly service for a Game Pass, Boom! You've got a bunch of games already available, and and that's to say that that we you know who's to say I should say that we don't know that at some point part of Game Pass will be you know like all the games that are available mm. on there you'll be able to just stream play through the you know through the uh, the. <clears throat> The, you know the streaming version of that of you know on playing on your phones or whatever I'm blanking right now what it's called but uh, but yeah the uh, you know like they've just they've got so much going on and like and like it's almost it's almost funny like because you know we've been paying attention because we play on on Xbox and you know and you guys also have Playstations as well and and switches we have you know, like we're we're paying attention to everything, but there's so many people who just see Sony like up way up high on this pedestal above everyone else, and they're just like unaware that 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 Microsoft is just silently in the background doing a whole bunch of stuff, and like, like it, it could it's just gonna come like I it, there's a potential that this show could uh, that they have coming up soon could just potentially knock so many people right out they just won't
0: see it coming as long as yeah as long as microsoft continues to have a a diverse catalog of gangs i think they're going to be good and i think people just give give that diversity a chance yeah and if they
2: you know that's what josh you know and like what josh was saying Mm -hmm. you know i think we're gonna get more more uh uh uh, passion projects and stuff from you know these smaller ideas where they get to try something new you know yeah yeah so so we'll uh we'll see but uh
1: i think we're going to uh wrap the show here i know uh we all have some other things that we're gonna we need to do tonight so uh and i have to edit a bunch of stuff to be honest with you Mm -hmm. so uh we're gonna Wrap it here, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, this was. Yeah,
3: anytime. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, Ever Yeah, By we're here every Sunday night, so you can just. Yeah. yeah. So, but. Uh, that.
3: I, may, I may pop up the week of the Xbox showcase. Yeah. yeah.
1: Good. But, Sounds good. Sounds uh, <laughs> good. So yeah, Josh. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been Arsenal X the Xbox podcast. Remember, you can find us live here every Sunday night talking about Xbox. And uh, getting back to Game Pass games probably next week. Uh, so you can check us out playing those. Uh, Ed, thanks for joining us as well. I know you didn't have to work, yeah. so it's always fun to have you here. Putting your money in the Thank jar you. to talk about Nintendo. So, uh, But Josh, where can <laughs> we find you? Uh, you can find me
3: every Monday live on at and HD on Twitch.tv. On the Tower Casuals podcast. A Destiny show. As part of Osh Rush Games. And uh, you guys can also find me on Twitter at, at josh underscore Finn. That's Finn with two N's. And uh, follow me for random musings about games, Destiny lore, whatever movie I just watched on Hulu, all sorts of fun stuff. Nice. Ed, where can we find you?
0: You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code You can check out Ocean Opinion on SoundCloud other podcast apps. And you can find me mostly here on uh Bosch Games and uh check out World One One Podcast at World One One Podcast at com.
2: Jesse. You can find me almost everywhere as Phantom and XS. Yeah. And uh check out a SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. check it out. If when you I stream when if I stream, you stream Destiny, and you want some music to play while you're streaming go ahead. it's free I don't yeah. care you have my you have my okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah and if you want to hear
1: what it sounds like first you can watch me I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram you can also find me at Corey and HD on twitch uh, you can also find me on various other podcasts here on boss rush games including tower casuals and Nintendo Power Black, and of course the boss rush podcast uh check out our 1v1s uh willow was our last one and the ron is going up this week so check those out those are fun uh it is getting its own feed this week so make sure you find it on your podcast service of choice and uh with that we're gonna throw up the x because we are exiting out of this podcast goodbye everybody
0: yikes bye everybody (laughs)